Welcome to the most entertaining, engaging, and charismatic podcast. Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. This is your host, you already know, the most charismatic man in entertainment. And we are back and we are live from New York City. And we're going to be talking about a very controversial topic Something regarding celebrities, breaking news. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, well, that's why I'm here. So Lizzo and Aerie Spears. Aerie Spears went viral for his comments about Lizzo. Um, if you haven't heard, definitely check it out. But in this episode, we're going to be talking about a much bigger issue surrounding this topic. You know, many people agreed with what he said about Lizzo. But many people disagree with what he said. And... Um, this topic is much more than just about these two celebrities. It's about the whole body positivity and diversity movement, and also the recent traction about the glorifying obesity um, headlines that's been going on. So, you know, in this episode, we're going to be talking about this because I think it's a very important topic that our society has never touched on or rarely touches on. So without further ado, let's get into this episode, shall we? Oh, oh by the way. I just want to say, if you do want to support my podcast, I'm just kidding. You don't have to. Let's get into this episode, shall we? Um, to start off with it, let's get right into the to the into the meat and potatoes of this topic. Lizzo and uh, Aerie Spears. Um, you have heard about that whole thing that happened, right? Yeah, I've caught one. All right, so for, for people who don't know, so basically what happened was Aerie Spears, longtime comedian from New York City, um, de from Def Comedy Jam to, you know, he's been on many shows. He, he he did an interview, and the interviewer asked him about Lizzo. And so he goes on to say she's built like the shit emoji. Um, and <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, man. She kind of is. I'm not going to lie. I just Googled yeah. her, bro. I mean, but that's his opinion. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he said that. And then he said uh, some other things uh, about uh, she looked like uh, mashed potatoes and stuff like that. While also meaning that he's not the most in shape person either. Right. Um, but he also came out and talked about it because Lizzo clapped back at the at the BT Awards or whatever award show she was doing. And she said, I don't care about what other people say because I'm winning. But you know what? Um, you know, Lizzo's always been, uh, you know, a very controversial figure. A lot of people who say, you know what? She's here to celebrate body positivity and good for her. And then other people say, you know what? You know, it's unhealthy for someone like her to be promoting themselves like that. But Aerie Spears comes out uh, after the backlash and he said this. He said that um, he feels that although... Uh, you know, he, he finds women hypocritical in this situation because he said, you know, women love, you know, talking about, yes, bitch, and all that stuff and, you know, trying to amp them up and be supportive. But they're always talking about men's penis sizes, always calling dudes out of shape, fat, you know, if they don't got a six pack, you know, they got dad bods and all that stuff. So uh, what, what do you think about this whole situation? Well, uh, where do I start? Um <laughs> Basically, look, man, Lizzo is not my cup of tea. Um, you know, I don't listen to her music. 
I do not find Lizzo to be um, an attractive woman, in my opinion. That is not to say that she is not an attractive woman to other men, you know, on earth, but she is just not attractive to me. Now, I believe that if, because Lizzo is an entertainer, and if what she does is positive and has, you know, a good impact on her listeners and her fans, then, you know, so be it. And the thing is, she is working for her. I'm pretty sure if I Googled, you know, her net worth, uh, she's probably, you know, worth millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's that's it. Now, granted, Lizzo is not on my mind. And if I were a public figure, I probably wouldn't talk about her as much, given, you know, the intro to my statement, which is that I don't find her attractive. So the thing is, what does it really matter to me what this woman looks like if I have, you know, no interest in her, you know, whatsoever. Uh, Ari Spears, he's a comedian and he's entitled to his opinion. Now, I'm not going to be a hypocrite because, you know, I criticize Chris Rock for, you know, making fun of Jada Pinkett Smith. So I will be wrong as to try to condone what he said. But like I said, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Now, there's something that Dr. Boyce Watkins said on Twitter earlier today that I saw and I actually agree with it and this is what he said he said Lizzo's issue isn't the fact that she's overweight most Americans are the issue is that she uses her obesity as a prop which unfortunately undermines the ability to appreciate her talent black women don't deserve to be made into cartoon characters it's racist now I'm not so sure about that last sentence but what I will say is that um when people talk about body positivity and all of that, which apparently refers to the assertion that all people deserve to have a positive body image, regardless of how society and popular culture view ideal shape, size and appearance. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that, um, you know, people should feel ashamed about the way that they look. Um, if you decide to just be a certain way, then be a certain way. If that's what makes you happy, then cool. But we all know that, you know, what comes with obesity is a lot of, you know, like byproduct health conditions like diabetes and high blood pressure, you know, high cholesterol and so on and so forth. So it, it's it's almost a saying that by her kind of being that way, she's also advertising those sorts of health conditions, which, like I said, that's really up for debate. And one would really have to ask her how she feels about it. Um, But I believe that, you know she's not a bad person for being fat. Like that doesn't make her a bad person for being fat. I don't know if that's how people feel like Aries Spears is saying, but you know, so anyway, that's my two cents on that. Yeah. 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 And he, he said, you know what? Um, if, if people take what he said, offensive, then they didn't listen to the message that he was trying to send. And it's not so much that he hates her. He says she, she's talented and whatever the case may be. But he said, if more of her friends really cared about her, you know, they tell her, you know what? You know, instead of eating that chocolate cake, let's go to the gym. You know, let's do some push-ups. Let's hit the treadmill and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you know, this conversation is much more than just about Lizzo and, and Mary Spears. You know, the whole body positivity movement has caused a lot of uh, debate between people because a lot of people say that although it is great that the entertainment industry is starting to promote different bodies now, but a lot of the people coming out during this time too are glorifying obesity. Lizzo is just a prime example. But another um, example I'll give you too is the whole Piers Morgan uh, from Good Morning Britain. He's been known to uh, slam and criticize 
models for the, doing the same thing. So, for example, he had a whole thing with Tess Holiday. I don't know if you know who Tess Holiday is, but she's a she's a plus size model, and I, I use plus size because that's what she's advertised. But you know, she's five three, three hundred and something pounds. So what? I yeah, Tess Holiday. Oh, I don't know who that is. Let me Google her. Yeah, so she she's a very large woman, and uh, he had a guest on oh, on Good Morning. Yeah, yeah, she's big. She's a big girl. Whoa. And yeah, damn. So, Ugh. oh, oh I, I'm getting right into it. So, the whole the whole conversation with her happened was so he had a guest on on Good Morning Britain, Angela Duplicia. She's 46, right? She's five four, three hundred eighty pounds, sixty four point six BMI, but she got she gained a little fame for doing Molly Cyrus's music video "Mother's Daughter," and he was talking about how he feels like although he does appreciate that you know the body positivity, it's also not right that all these obese models are you know out here promoting obesity, and he used Tess Holiday because. Tess Holiday's been on a couple of different uh, magazines, big magazines. The last one she did that I know uh, for certain was the Cosmo uh, magazine uh, cover. And one of the things that Tess Holiday uh, has become under attack for, because many fitness YouTubers have uh, talking about her, was the fact that she's been known for her depression, talking about how she feels like she's going to die before her kids get older. Uh, the fact that she can't play with her kids often. Okay. Um, and, you know, and it, it, it's to the point where Piers Morgan, one of the things he said was that she has made a career of being fat. So when these magazines and these these media companies come to her, she's only getting paid for her services, which is being fat. So if she ever lost that amount of weight, her clientele, her appeal might dip. So if if she ever decides to do a weight loss surgery, uh, go on a weight loss diet or a program, whatever the case may be, she may not All make right. the same amount of money. But she's also been criticized too because she'll do workouts with celebrity trainers, and then the next week, you know, she's on Instagram shoving cake down her face with her fingers. Yeah. So, um, you know, l- l- let me ask you. Um, and there's many more uh, examples I'm gonna get into, but. How do you feel about the the whole body diversity glorifying obesity? Because a lot of people think that Lizzo, Tess Holiday, and many other plus size models are promoting this type of behavior. Uh, how do you feel about that? Well, let me kind of backtrack to what you said a little bit earlier, which caught my attention was the fact that she says that she can't, she's depressed or she experiences feelings of depression because she feels that she won't outlive her kids and that there are times where she's unable to keep up with her kids because of her current weight. My thing is this. You have, and when I mean you, obviously I'm talking about Tess yeah, yeah. Yeah, and women yeah. like her. You have the ability, especially because she's famous and, you know, I'm pretty sure she has, she has the finances to get her health in order. You have the power and ability to turn your physical, you know, stature around. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that she has to turn into the skinniest person in the world, but she could clean it up. She can clean it up. You go to the gym, you get a celebrity trainer. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain things that you can do to 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 help your situation. 
right? Now, not everybody actually has that within themselves to do so. Because like you said, you know, she'll go from doing workouts and then recording herself doing workouts and the next day she's shoving cake down her down her freaking throat. So this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't have any sympathy for a woman like that when it's like you refuse to do anything about your situation. So it's like you're crying, you know, for sympathy when in reality, it's like if you have the means to do it and you have the resources, do it. By all means, do it. Now, to answer your question, when you said how I feel, I guess you said about the diversity in terms of, you know, body shapes and sizes amongst women. Yeah. Right. My thing is this. It's up for debate whether or not they're actually promoting, you know, negative and, you know, at times fatal health conditions by being fat. You know, they're not saying get diabetes and get heart disease and all those other types of stuff. I, I, I can't really make the accurately make that statement because I don't know what's without actually speaking to them. They represent a demographic of people. And if I'm not mistaken, if the statistics are right, and I'm probably going to have to search this up, but from my understanding is that you, the United States of America is the, like the capital of the world in terms of obesity. A, am I not right? Oh, absolutely. So, and I'm pretty sure, oh my gosh, what's wrong with my computer? But I'm pretty sure that there's, you know, a greater, you know, a decent portion of society that looks like the Lizzo's of the world and the Tess Holidays and the Gabourey Sidibes and, and so on and so forth. And I do believe that they should be represented, you know, um, because part of what makes these people feel bad is that every time they open up a magazine, every time they cut on the TV, Every time they go to the movies and watch something, they do not see people that look like them. So essentially, Lizzo and Tess Holiday provide representation of that demographic of women and I guess men, too. Um, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it, that's not I, I can't say that it's a bad thing because sometimes that's what people want. People want to, you know, c- turn on the TV and feel better about themselves because they're watching someone else who looks just like them. That's like black people. It's like every time you go see, you know, MCU movie, you don't see any black people. You're going to be like, damn, like, I, you know, I like these movies, but when am I going to see somebody like myself? That's how they feel. So on that aspect, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it really boils down to this. If you have a problem with the way that you look, you have every opportunity to do something about it, especially when you are a Lizzo or a Tess Holiday. Lizzo doesn't give a damn. <laughs> she doesn't give a damn. She's like, I'm fat. She's going to have all the goddamn Big Macs in the world that she wants, and then she don't care. I, at least I haven't heard about Lizzo feeling bad about you know the way that she looks, and she doesn't allow men like Ari Spears make her feel bad about it. Now, my my thing is, well, just accept what may come you know with that. So if there's any portion of Lizzo psych that thinks, oh, well, you know what? Maybe I might not live that long or my life expectancy, you know, is, is going to be that much shorter because of the way that my body is currently. Well, then, like I said, that's your choice. Tess Holiday, she's probably never going to hear this, but if the off chance that you're listening to this, hey, like you have the means to hire a personal trainer to fix your diet, get your nutrition in order, and you could get in shape. It's not about, you don't have to lose freaking you know 250 pounds to get in shape but it's like just 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 making conscious choices every single day that has that makes your health top priority 
you know, I'm somebody that goes to the gym, you know, saying out of 365 days out of the year, I'm probably in the gym about 330, you know, saying 330 days. So my thing is, and it's a lifestyle. It's, it's, it's something that you want for yourself. It's the way that people brush their teeth every day. You go to the gym, you know? So, yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm not I'm not one to step on people's toes. I, I I always say I think it's beauty in every different shapes and sizes, and that's why for me, um, the whole the glory days of Victoria's Secret models and then and that whole aspect of being a model, the days of having to be six foot two and ninety seven pounds, that you know it, that wasn't healthy. And but I also think the whole movement nowadays, I think there needs to be some changes now. Let, before I get into that, let me ask you: What do you think about the whole fat shaming thing? Do you think it's do you think it's um do you think it's fat shaming to tell somebody they should they should you know lose some weight or hit the treadmill you know go to the gym go work out lose a couple pounds? Um, you know, here's my thing with that, right? Because people, and it's not even really just limited to being fat. You know, there are people who are body shamed for being skinny. There are people who are body shamed for being too tall, for being too short, et cetera. My biggest thing on things like that is, all right, so let's say if I'm, well, all right, all right, so let's say on the off chance that I'm friends with someone who is obese or I work with someone who is, you know, obese. Unless they ask me for my opinion, I'm not, it's not my place to tell somebody what they need to be doing with their own body. It's their body. It's not, it's not my place. I feel like a lot, it, it edges into that realm. It's like when you're giving your opinion, you know, unsolicited, you see what I'm saying? It, it, it's almost, it's almost in a situation like, yo, no one asked you for your opinion. If a, if an obese person were to ask me like, how do you, how, what do you think about my body? I mean, really give me your honest opinion. And if they ask me, then I'll say, yeah, I think, X, Y, and Z, but it didn't ask me. It's not my place, especially if I don't even, if I'm not even shape either. This is the thing. Now, like I said, Aries Spears, Aries, Aries Spears, he seems like a cool guy. Like I, I watched his video talking about it and he did have some valid points, not necessarily about being fat, but the response and backlash he was getting that I, that I agreed with. Right. But if you're not somebody that's actually in shape, you shouldn't even really be talking because people who are actually in shape, if they do say something about someone else's body, usually it's something endearing. It's like, you know what I'm saying? They're offering help. They're offering some sort of insight and information. They're not, they're not digging a ditch just to throw them in there. No, they'll, they'll dig a ditch to plant a seed and then maybe that person will water it. So in that aspect, I don't agree with, you know, a fat person. You know, because I'm pretty sure Aries Spears can't, you know, spar 12 rounds, 12, you know, 12, three minute rounds. I'm pretty sure he can't do it. And I'm also sure he can't run. I bet you his mile will probably be like 15 minutes, you know, probably a 20 minute mile. All right. He's not he's not going to have, you know, a sub seven minute mile, probably not even five or six or probably not even six. So this is what I'm saying. So if you're going to be somebody that is going to, you know, voice your criticisms about the way that somebody else's body looks, you better be in shape. That's all I'm going to say. You better have something to show for those sorts of criticisms because I, I understand I understand both sides in, in a sense, but I more so agree with you know the women's responses than what Ari Spears said in the first place. And I don't like it when you know people say things about someone else's body because especially it's like you know, and this is this is the thing with human beings in general. If you call somebody ugly, 
you might tell them that it's a joke, but their body doesn't know that you're joking. So when you say something about someone, especially when it's something, it, it's it's an attribute that they cannot change immediately, then you are causing someone to be in a low vibrational state as a result of something that you said. Now, me personally, I'm not that kind of guy. You know, I'm an advocate about leaving people the hell alone. Like, leave people alone. Like, how about that? It's like the world would be a better place if people just left each other alone or at least don't play with people that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's something about, you know, a fat person's body, whatever, let their friends talk to them, you know, about that. But if you're not cool with them like that, just don't say nothing. So that's, so that's my answer to that. It's just I think people should really just, if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say it at all. Just keep your opinions to yourself. Stop playing with people. I, you know what? I completely agree. And I, I think the key part of what you're saying is if nobody's asking for your advice, don't give it, give it to them unsolicited. However, I'll, I'll use a experience of my own. You know, when I was in college, my weight used to fluctuate all the time. I'd be two, 320 pounds, 300 pounds, 260, 240, 290. So, you know, whenever I got too out of shape, people would tell me, oh, you know, you're looking a little, you know, out of shape there, pal. You've been hitting the gym, you know? So I think at some point, if people care about you, I think they will. Because at the end of the day, we've seen this time and time again with, with celebrities and, and just people in real life who has the experience. You know, my father passed away from a heart attack because he was an over, overweight, obese guy. He was a big you guy. Said your father. Yeah, my father passed oh. away from a heart attack. I didn't meet him, but I've I've seen pictures of him and my mom told me the story. So, you know, to, to for her to tell me the story, they sit on the couch, he's eating a beef patty with cheese with a with a Jamaican drink and then, you know, he fall over from a heart attack and die right there in the living room. You know, when you hear stuff like that, you know, it, it I think there is a price you're paying when you are carrying that type of weight. I'd noticed that when I was 320, I've I felt it. I could feel that I mean, walking up steps was challenging. I was breathing heavy. Wow. So I think at the end of the day, I I think it's due to the fact that we live in a very sensitive culture now. But I think if you really know somebody and you care for them, I agree with Ari Spears. I feel like if her friends instead of telling like, yo, yeah, you know, do your thing, Lizzo, you getting money. Money's not the it's not the end all be all of happiness. Chris Farley was a, a successful actor, but he was a big dude. And, you know, there's plenty of other comedians, celebrity actors and whatever the case may be who made a career of being fat. And look what happened to them. None, none, a lot of them aren't standing nowadays. Why? Because they had some type of health issue. And, you know, it, as much as people would like to say I'm happy in their body. Even Tess Holliday admit that there's days where she wake up and feel like she's going to die before her before her kids grow up. So I I'm, think I'm I'm sorry, real quick. Like, this is what I'm saying. If this if if if. You, if you're somebody out there and you are pushing 300 pounds or weight that is is technically overweight based on your BMI, do something about it. Don't just sit there and then, and then think, oh, because body positivity, so this is okay. No, if you're literally waking up having those thoughts, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. If she's having those thoughts, and I'm not wishing anything on nobody, but... Thoughts like are a real thing. Like the mind is a very powerful thing. When she's having these thoughts and refusing to do anything about it, because I'm pretty sure she's she's you said she's five foot two, five three, three hundred and thirty pounds, whatever she is, she's having a hard time getting out of bed. Oh, you know you what already know. And, and and I feel sorry for that bed frame. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, what I'm saying that that match got some dents up in it, some real dents. 
So as I'm saying, yo, you owe it to yourself to have to be as healthy as possible in the lifetime that you got. Don't just be sitting there, you know, wallowing in your unhealthiness. Like that, like honestly, something like that, I, I had to say, sorry to cut you off, but it just it just pissed me off to hear that. Because it's like you can do something about it. Like you'll see those transformation, you know, videos on Instagram. You have the guys that were pushing three something. And then what do they do? Every single day they made the conscious choice to better themselves. Better yourself. If right. you if you don't care, then all right, cool, don't care. And then just just expect to live to, to get to maybe your late 50s, 60s, but you ain't making it past 70. My mentor is like past 70 years old. He goes to the gym three days a week, water aerobics, weightlifting, all of that. And he's 70 something years old. So if you are in your 20s, 30s, and then you you this way, what's your excuse? What's, what is your excuse? I've seen someone, you know, go to a 24-hour fitness in a wheelchair. What is your excuse? That's all I'm saying. For the people, you know, who are out there that are looking like Tess Holiday, you know what I'm saying, or they don't feel good about themselves, do something about it. Hey, oh, and that was one of the criticisms um, Pierre Morgan was talking about. Well, the, the, the model of someone that appeared on the program, Angela. Now, when 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 you're a mother, I I, I and you a model, I get it. You know, you got to make money. You know, that's that's your brand, right? But one of the things he was saying, like, you know, have you ever thought about going, you know, doing like a you know a weight loss program? You know, trying to you know get your followers and people who who may look like you, who look up to you on this journey. Because we see it time and time again, a lot of these celebrities are coming out. Look at Will Smith during the pandemic; he released a whole YouTube series of him losing that's weight. Saving my life. Exactly. And like how many views and stuff, how many people he inspired to, you know, get up off the couch and stop eating potato chips during a pandemic. Right. So he was like, yo, have you ever thought about doing that? You'll probably gain more followers and more support doing something like that than, you know, being in a pop star music video. And she was like, oh, you know, you, you don't know what, what my life is like. You know, I have a lot of health problems, but that's due to my age. I'm 46. And Who said that? Uh, the, the model that was on the program. And okay. she was like, you know, it's hard for me to lose weight. You know, I've tried and I've tried, but it's hard for me to lose weight. It's not hard. Okay. <sighs> you have to accept. We got, You have three body types. You know, well, human beings have three body types. You have mesomorphs, endomorphs, and ectomorphs. All right. Now, endomorphs, they have to just be more responsible about the things that they eat because they could just have one French fry and then they're going to put on like two pounds. You have to accept it. Right. It, 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 it ain't as hard to commit yourself. It's it's commitment. Like you make a commitment to yourself and then it'll work out. But you don't just sit there and say, oh, yeah, I, I tried to do something for a week, you know, two, two weeks. I didn't see any results. So then, oh, I'm going to just chalk it up to it being hard. Like, nah, any real fitness coach, anybody that be in the gym will tell you, like, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint because that sounds like, like the like the the testimony of a sprinter, not a marathon runner. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know a guy who's a personal trainer. And then the way that he used to look used to be out of shape, overweight. And the way he looks now is completely different. People like that will tell you it don't happen overnight. It might take eight months. It might take a year. But you have to commit to yourself. Like, oh. fall in love with the process, not the destination. And like you said, that, that's true. I'll give you, like I said, because I'm trying to use my personal example because, you know, I think it's easy for people to make excuses. You know, one of my old excuses when I was 320 pounds was, you know, my family genetics is bad. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got slow metabolism in my family. But that's Everybody's not a bad big. thing. No, that's, it's not. Let me say, yeah, yes, yeah, that's not a bad thing but, at all. But, you know, and I get it because 
my a lot of my family are big people. I'm not denying that. But I think at the, also at the same time that you know no matter what your genetics are, some people have fast metabolisms. I know people from high school who still look the same, skinny. They eat McDonald's all day and they just don't gain weight. And yeah, that's just they, how they don't are. gain weight, but that still takes a toll on their bodies. That's what I'm saying. Like you see, see skinny people, they might not look the part, you know, when they eat unhealthy. But it's like, it might not show on the outside. Oh, but it's showing on the inside. That's a fact. That is a fact. When they go to get their blood levels checked out, their their, their blood pressure and all of that at the doctors, something's going to come up on them on them health checks. That is a fact. Oh, absolutely. So it's not, yeah, so it's not to say that people who are skinny are exempt, you know, from the you know ramifications of an unhealthy diet lifestyle. No, and I'm gonna get into the into the skinny part because that's another part I want to talk about. Oh, I can speak but, on that. I can I can tell the motherfuckers some you know about that. Oh, absolutely, we're gonna get to that. But the the reason why I mentioned my I like to I mentioned in my journey because I want people to understand that you can make all the excuses in the world. And this uh, I do know people are do have a lot of health problems, so it's not easy for them to go. Um, I can't even remember all of. The you know the types of uh thyroid problems and stuff like that. People have medical conditions. My mom suffers for it, so her weight fluctuates all the time. So I understand that there are people with medical conditions. That's not towards people like that. But for instance, an example I use: YouTuber Amberlyn Reed. She popular. She was for for a while. She was, you know, top fifteen YouTubers. And this girl's like five hundred pounds when she first started YouTube. She's That's about two hundred. She's gained 400 pounds over the course of her YouTube channel. And the it's not the, the problem with her is not even so much that she is big, obese. Her problem is she'll start doing like these weight loss journeys and she'll do it for two days. And then the next day on <laughs> for like the whole rest of the month, she's she's showing herself, you know, her doctors or she'll do I'll give an example. One video she'll show that she's at the doctor's office. Doctor tell her, "Look, you know, you you have to lose at least 150 pounds. You you have to. There's just no ifs ands or what's about it." So right. she'll do it for two days, and then for the rest of the month on her YouTube channel, she's at buffets. She's shoving cheesecake down her face. Then later that day, she's getting three pints of ice cream and then eating Bad some uh, Burger King. So all discipline, you know, it, it's stuff like that. It, you know what I'm saying? I think at some point, I do agree with Aerie Spears in a sense, because I do think at some point you have to hold yourself accountable. Because like um, the, the guy you mentioned who who said this thing on Twitter, you know, Lizzo is talented, you know, but she gets talked about more about her weight than we do about her music. And so I think at some point when you're young, you're easy, it's easier to get away with it. But when you start creeping into your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, you know, it's going to really hit you. And I've seen the the side effects of people who think it's cool and and fine with it. You know, they end up suffering in pain. People don't know about it until, you know, the the last moments. So, um, you know, we're going to definitely get into the skinny side because I I definitely think there's also a flip side to that. I think uh, body positivity it's much more than just about obesity is also about, uh, like I said, being severely underweight. So uh, before I get to it, one of the things I mentioned before was the Victoria's Secret model. So when I was growing up and even uh, as I started entering the entertainment industry, I did hear about the whole model thing because I wanted to be a model when I was in high school. And so 
I heard about how what the, the, the rituals that a lot of these models would do, especially the women because they, themselves. Yeah, because of the, the 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 standards that they were set. So, you know, a lot of uh, back then and even still to this day, you know, the Heidi Klums, the the Victoria Beckhams, uh, even a lot of the famous supermodels now, you'll see the same trend with them. So a lot of them came out and spoke about the things they would do to keep themselves in check. You know, they would go out with friends and family on a business dinner, business lunch. They eat. And then as soon as they they out of plain view, they go in the bathroom, start peeking all that up, you know, it, and it caused a lot of eating disorders um, and stuff like that. So what do you think about that aspect? Because I think we talked a lot about the, 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 the biggest side, the plus side. But what do you think about that? That beauty standard of you have to be tall, thin and skinny to be beautiful. So my response to that is that's actually not the standard anymore. And I'm answering it from the aspect of a guy who, again, I, I have varying tastes in women, I guess, just in terms of like, you know, their body shapes. Now, I will refer to somebody like Kendall Jenner, who is, you know, tall, you know, and on the thin side. Right. But it's not like she's just the standard of my taste in women anyway, or I just like all, you know, the tall, skinny chicks and the and the women that you tend to see on these, you know, the front of these magazine covers and so on and so forth. In this era now, times have changed. And most guys, is, I, I feel like most guys, we like all types of girls just as long as they're not like unhealthy. If you get what I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. And let me say, let me say this. I think, um, the beauty standards definitely have changed. I've seen a lot, especially with commercials and TV shows. You're seeing more, uh, you know, diversity in bodies. I'm seeing a lot more fitness commercials. There's a point in time to be in a fitness commercial, uh, man or woman, you have to be ripped, six pack, washboard abs, the oblique showing. You know, what I'm saying everything had to be tight and in order. And now you're seeing more diversity in bodies. You're seeing more. Uh, people with you know what you know with a little body. There's nothing wrong with a little with a little cellulite, a little you know stomach. I think it looks great. I th you know me personally, but there's also the, the the still that standard. You know when you look at a lot of these reality shows, the reality of it is no pun intended, but the reality of it is that unless you are walking up on those shows and you're not fit into that that category you're not getting cast in a love island you're not going on the bachelor you're not going on uh the housewives of atlanta you know the beauty standards for those shows are still the same you know for a guy you better come in chiseled jaw tight chest washboard abs nice legs and then for women especially nice glutes nice legs toned uh stomach you know, nice perky breasts, you know, that's still the standard. So, you know, the reality of it is I would like to see a little more inclusion and, and diversity and that aspect. But I th I still think although but you said you wait, you you said you wanted more inclusion and diversity in terms of what? And, and, and like reality shows and other forms of media. Entertainment. So you're saying that so you're saying that you want to see more Lizzo's and Tess Holidays on reality TV? No, no, you can have different body positivity. For me, when I say body positivity, I don't mean you always got to get this, the dude with the six pack. I think when you have eight guys, you can have the Eric, the average dude that maybe goes to the gym twice a week, but you know, he still enjoys, you know, his time. You know what I'm saying? Most of those people that go on the shows, you can tell in the gym five, six, seven days a week, they diet, they train every day. You know what I'm saying? They have a regimen. And the reality of it is not everybody's built like that. 
you know. So I think for me, you got to have a guy who don't have a six pack on there, a guy who maybe is somewhat decent shape, but he don't look like he's going to fight fight Floyd Mayweather tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. Body positivity. Not everybody has to walk around looking like uh, the next uh, David Beckham. You know what I'm saying? You got to have an Adam Sandler on those shows. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean so guys who are like the dad by kind of kind of guys? Yeah, like not for me. When I think about body positivity, I think for women, it, you don't have to be six foot three. You know, ninety seven pounds. You can be five foot ten and you know one hundred seventy pounds. You could be five foot four, one hundred fifty pounds. That's diversity for a guy. You could be six foot three. You know, two hundred twenty pounds. You don't have to be. You know. A David Beckham when you show up on set with your shirt well, I just Google David Beckham and he I, I don't even look at this guy as like in shape <laughs> to me I don't know like oh no I, he, like, not to me uh, for Hollywood standards for the entertainment standards that that David Beckham has been on so many cover shows he's known for being like one of the most handsome men on earth to a lot of people that's what I mean like when you look at a lot of these reality TV shows have you check out Love Island check out The Bachelor check out a lot of these shows that deal with like relationships love being in tropical island they cast some women and, and dudes that walk practically walk around the entire episode shirtless you know what i'm saying right. so i think and that w when it comes to these type of sectors of entertainment and even the tv shows they could you know stand to have a little more diversity in body size because the reality of it is most people aren't blessed with six pack genetics. You know, I have a brother who's yeah. naturally just ripped and lean. That's he's always been like that. And he, you know, well, he smokes. All right. Well, well, here's the thing. So that's just that's just genetics, right? That he can just like like OC for instance. OC is like that. He's a guy that just walks around and then he just looks lean all the time. You right. Know what I'm saying, but then other guys, you have to start cutting to be able to get that because everybody's got everybody every. Uh, let's say for men. Every man has got a six pack, but you have to be able to unlock, you know, saying the, 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 you have to unlock it. You have to get your nutrition in order. You got to start cutting. It's like in bodybuilding, you bulk and then you cut. That's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. So it's like, you can't like, not just you, but people in general, it's like, you can't just accept like, oh, well, you know, because I don't naturally look like him without trying, then I don't have it. Everybody's got it because I'll tell you like somebody like me, right. You know, I dated a girl and what she what she used to tell me was that oh like she liked guys who are all muscled up and got beards. You know, bearded lumberjack muscle muscle bound looking dudes, right? right? And then like that used to make me feel like oh damn like you know, I don't look like that. You know what I'm saying? And then there were times I was like damn like yo, I don't I don't look like that. Because I didn't have the mindset like well first of all, first of all, when it comes to you know gaining size and muscle and strength and all of that, everybody has the potential to do so however way you want to do it. You know what I'm saying? But obviously I, I do it naturally. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that, that happens. You have to wake up and decide, all right, I want to see my body at its, its aesthetic apex myself. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody can do it. Like we have one life and it's like you, it, it's like who the hell wants to, you know, be on their deathbed and be like, damn, yo, I've never seen myself like in, in, in shape before. Like, like I've never seen my peak physical condition. I never reached my peak physical condition. Like who, who wants you, you should want to see that, especially in your youth, in your younger youth, you should want to see, it's like Wiz Khalifa. Did Wiz Khalifa say, oh, I just, I'm just a skinny ass. And you know, Wiz Khalifa was skinny. I'm talking about like 
he didn't eat. He was just smoking weed for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And he wasn't even, you know what I'm saying? Right. And look at him now. Look at him now. That's all his he, GQ uh thing. Yeah, he was working out doing all that. And yeah, the- that's that's what I'm saying. So that's that just goes to show a guy who literally turned his physique around. I was the same thing. I used to be with Khalifa Skinny, you know what I'm saying? Until I decided to do something about it because I was tired of seeing all other dudes, you know, looking all, you know what I'm saying, muscled up and stuff like that. And I did it, you know what I'm saying? And I did it for myself. I didn't do it because of, you know, my, you know, my girl. I did it because of me. So right. that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like with women, if you like how you look, then, then rock on, you know what I'm saying? Shake what your mother gave you, right? But if you want to look better, you have to do something about it. And you have to make a commitment. And the results that you want to see, they don't come the next day. They don't come the next month. You might start to see a little bit in three months, but that's nothing in comparison to what you'll see if you commit one year. That's how it is. That's how it is. Right. So it's like it's like seeing these guys on television and then it's like, well, you want to look like them? Well, shit, get a gym membership, figure out your workout split, figure out your nutrition, and get to it. <laughs> and get right. to it. So that way it's like I could come up, I could come up out the shirt and I ain't gotta worry about nothing. Right. I ain't gotta worry about nothing because I put the work in. And you know what? That's a fair point. And uh, my point I was making is, you know, for a lot of these people already on TV, on these shows, especially celebrity actors, you know, a lot of people look up to Dwayne Rag Johnson, look up to you know Chris Hemsworth, and they'd be like, yo, I want that body, you know what I'm saying? But Again, the situation really comes down to, for me, any everybody should be working on themselves, improving. I don't care if you want a six pack. You don't need to have a six pack to go to the gym, do a little, you know, a little circuit training, you know, just to get yourself in shape. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of those people already on TV. What people don't also know is they have trainers that they have the money to pay. They have the budget to spend thousands of dollars a month on on the proper nutrition. Let's be real, especially nowadays with inflation. And it's a lot cheaper to go to McDonald's to get a two for five meal than it is to buy some grapes. Because I went to the grocery store in Pennsylvania, not even in New York. And, uh, you know, grapes there was $10 for a pound. So I think for a lot of people, everybody can always improve themselves. That's not what I'm I'm, I'm disagreeing with. But with these shows, especially uh, for representation purposes, I think it is more important for them to have to show the different sizes that people do come in because the real a lot of people can work out all day every day and they probably won't get that six pack unless they really diet down and get the nutrition and focus but you know it's a lot harder when you got a nine to five you got three kids and you got responsibilities to, you know you, you got to do outside of the work it's easier for us because this is our job this is this part of the entertainment industry you know we always got to stay ready you know so we don't got to get ready but a lot of people don't have the mindset. Some people don't have the time to be in the gym five days a week. You know, some people don't have the budget to, to spend money on proper nutrition. So I think well, when it comes to... Go, no, go, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but here's my thing, right? Like, for the younger audiences out there that grew up watching SpongeBob, right? And it's crazy that I'm, I'm saying this, but this is what SpongeBob said, and this is true every single time people tell me that they don't have time. Sandy tells SpongeBob in the damn episode, there's no time. You know what you know, SpongeBob says? He says, Sandy, you got to make time. You got to make time. That's a fact. That is a fact. And it boils down to how hungry you are, figuratively speaking, and how bad you want it. So if you want to go in the bathroom and then look at, your, look at, at a better version of yourself aesthetically, then you got to put the work in. 
you got to put the work in. Like, like the only place where success comes before work is inside the dictionary. That's a fact. You got to put the work in. And it's not about every time you work out, you put it on Instagram. Like, I, ne I never do that anymore. I never, you know, show what I'm doing, you know, strength and conditioning in, in like on Instagram in the gym at all anymore. Because it's about the work that people don't see. People don't see. People will only see, you know, the end result, but they're not going to see the work that I put in. That's what I'm saying. Like, because the reason why they do that on these television shows is because they know that the average American does not look like that. Most people, they don't have, they're not in peak physical condition. Most people are probably pushing 15%, 18% and above body fat because most people are not disciplined anyway. So, and they probably don't even know the difference between 15% and 12% body fat. They don't, they don't know no. anything. No. So when they watch these television shows, they, they, I don't want to say they want to make people feel bad, but they want people to kind of be mesmerized at how good these people look and how better looking they are than them. That's a fact, especially it's like you're watching television and you're watching these people who are presented on a bigger screen. They, they are bigger figures. And then when you're watching them, you're like, dang, I wish I looked like that. It's going to make you want to watch them more. So it, in a sense, you are experiencing a better physique by watching them, but not actually achieving it yourself. Because to have, to be in shape, that is like a sign of, of discipline that most people do not have. So it's like most people are not on TV and then most people are not in shape. So now you're watching like people who make up the lesser percentage of society. Because I'm somebody, I go to the gym, like I said, I try to be in the gym every single day. You know what I'm saying? Generally I got a five day split, so I'm always in the gym. I see the same people all the time. I rarely go to the gym these days. I've been going to the same gym for two years. I've never, I rarely seen new people. It's always the same people. If you go to the gym at the same time, you're going to see the same people all the time. You get right. what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah, same. So it really boils down to choice and what people actually want for themselves. If you want something bad enough, you will get it. For me, there are some things that I want, you know, in this life bad, badder than my next breath. And there's not a lot that's going to stop me from getting it because I'm not a guy that sells for less. Being somebody that was in the Wiz Khalifa, you know, realm of, of, of body and then being told like, oh, man, you're too skinny, man. Or, 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 you know, he's frail. He's this, he's that. Like, I used to hear these, you know, things. Now, it didn't affect my confidence, whatever, because I was still bagging chicks looking just like Wiz Khalifa. So it didn't matter. But at the same time, it's like, well, why can't I have that? You know, say, I don't have a personal trainer, but you know what I did? I went out, I got the information, I figured out, okay, this is how I should do it. I organized it, everything is written down, went after it, boom. Stronger now than I've ever been, new PRs, everything. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So for people who are listening to this, it, it, it's, it really boils down to how bad you want it if you're one of those people that when you go in the bathroom, you take a shower, and you're not happy with the way that you look. Yeah. Life is too short to, to, to be dealing with stuff like that. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Right. I know, you know, I, I definitely agree. And the, the the part, the the point too, I was talking about when it comes to like when I when I see different bodies on commercials. I just recently saw a commercial. I think it was the Palion is that 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 bike with the big screen TV with the workouts on it, <clears throat> that five thousand dollar piece of equipment. But <clears throat> every time before they used to do commercials, it's always a very lean petite woman on the bike or you know a dude with a shirt off that had the the six pack, right? But I saw one the other day. It was a black girl. She 
she was she had a little, you know, she had body on her. She was about, you know, five eight, you know, 150, 160 pounds. And I think for me personally, I, I like seeing that because it also shows the reality that not everybody walks around every day with a with washboard abs, you know. So I think that's why those are effective because I think for the average person, it's a lot easier for them to re- relate to somebody who looks like them actually working out than to do with the six pack in the gym that they want to be because subconsciously, I think it's a lot easier for someone who's intimidated by the gym to sign up when they see people that look like them going to the gym. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. That's the whole thing I was trying to make. Cause like mm-hmm. I said, I agree. I do think more people need to better themselves. Not everybody wants needs to train like Rocky, but you know, Try to be in the shape where walking up up the steps, you're not breathing hard, and you gotta you know hold your knees. You know what I'm saying? But right. I, I also think too um, that our society has made beauty standards very high on men and women. You know what I'm saying? If you don't got a six pack for a guy, you out of shape and you fat. You know what I'm saying? If you if you you know more than 120 pounds for for a girl, you know you got to lose weight. You need to get down to that size zero, the size one dress. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I mean. Like body positivity for me is telling people, look, not everybody got to walk around like Chris Hemsworth because not everybody's going to walk around look like him, no matter how much you train because you don't got the money, you don't got the diet, you don't got the food, the budget to do all of that to look well, like him. Right. But, but and only say that because his trainer, um, a lot of these Hollywood trainers are starting to come out and talk about these programs because they'll they'll be like yeah you know i get people hit me up in my instagram dms like yo can you train me you know i'm trying to look like chris hemsworth you know what i'm saying i only use chris hemsworth because he's right the, right right, right, right. chris but, Hem- chris hemsworth chris hemsworth is not natural so he does steroids oh dwayne rock johnson too but yeah like so these guys these guys if, if people if people think that oh if i get if I pay for this training routine and I'm going to look like Chris Hemsworth, that's that's not realistic because Chris Hemsworth, you know, takes performance PDs, you know what I'm saying, to achieve oh. that type of aesthetic. Oh, um, it, what it, I, but, but I, what I also kind of want to just throw in the pot real quick is just how you feel about yourself should not be contingent on the way that you look. Right. I agree. Um, that really, you have to have confidence within yourself so that way like if gyms were closed you know you would still feel good about yourself because for somebody like me I found my confidence years before I I decided to commit to you know like strength conditioning and boxing or whatnot so how I feel about myself is not is not you know contingent on me being in the gym or my current physique I just have a good you know self-image about myself period you know what I'm saying? So I also want to throw that out there. It's like if you if 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 your body is parallel like to if you know what I'm saying, like if your body is attached to your self-confidence, then you have a problem. And then the gym is not going to fix that. I will say that. So if, if people think that the the number on the scale when you step on there or, you know, the way that your body looks in the mirror is going to make you feel better about the about yourself. That's not that's not going to fix it. I will say that I will throw that out there. Disclaimer. That is the gym is not if you don't have if you're not even a naturally confident person anyway, even if you're even if you go from 200, 250 pounds and you're a woman to 110 pounds or 100 pounds, whatever, it's not going to make you feel better about yourself. That is that is a fact. Oh, I can 100 percent relate and agree with that, because I'll be the first to tell you, you know, last time I was in New York, I was letting myself go. I was eating cheeseburgers, Domino's, all that good stuff. 
And then I saw myself in the mirror. I'm like, you know what? I don't like the way I look. I try to justify it all the time. Like, you know what? I was on vacation, but there's no excuse to be, you know, going on vacation for two months and gaining, you know, 20 pounds. So mm-hmm. I say, look, like you said, you know, work on your self-confidence. And the, the way how you look is not contingent about, upon your confidence. Your confidence got to come with, uh, within. So if you gain 10 pounds, you still got to be confident. If you lose 10 pounds, you still got to be confident. So I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, any final thoughts on this topic? Because, you know, I, this has been a good conversation so far. Well, you know, my my final thoughts is really just that people need to, you know, care about what you think. You know, what you believe and what you think about yourself is ultimately what matters, which is why I said in the beginning that if what Lizzo is doing is helping people find their own natural confidence within themselves, what the heck? then that's all that really matters at the end of the day. And that's not necessarily, you know, um, a bad thing on what she's, what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, also people owe it to themselves to live their fullest life while they are on this earth. Because we don't know what happens after you pass away. So I feel like if you want to have, you know, a physique like you see people have on magazines and television and otherwise, then do what you need to do to get it. If there are just things that you want out there in life, you owe it to yourself to have those things. It's like, I just don't understand why some people, they just settle for less. Like, oh, well, you know, I'm fat. I'm I'm fat. Let me just go get a, get a Big Mac. I, I guess... You know what I am is just all I'm gonna be. Like, no, like who told you that? Who who said that? Like, who said that? You know, so that's why I feel like people were so mad at Aries Spears because what essentially he was doing is trying to, you know, attack someone else's confidence about the way that they look. If somebody's fine with the way that they look, then they're fine with the way that they look. And then how they look is really no one else's business, you know? So it, it's 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 one of those give or take. You know, kind of subjects, but at the end of the day, I feel like again, if you want something, you know, go out there and get it. You know, th- this is a perfect time to say my slogan: "A helping hand is a better hand," and it's not just a catchy slogan. I think in this situation, fat shaming people, some people can take it. I know I could, but the reality of it is, not a lot of people can. So I think everybody hits that point in their life where they're ready to better themselves, go on their journey. So. You know, if, if if you're not friends or family or somebody, you know, keep your opinions to yourself because, you know, you might be coming from a place of heart, but they may not be in that place where they, they're ready to take your advice. They don't want to hear your opinion. So, and if you are going to give somebody opinion, do it respectfully. You know, don't, don't be calling them a fat ass. You know, they look like they want cheesecake away from a, a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? So, um at the end of the day don't make excuses we all can improve i'm not perfect you're not perfect nobody's perfect you know what i'm saying no matter who's your favorite celebrity they ain't perfect either and i'm sure they'll tell you you know some of the most uh sensitive people are people in the fitness industry bodybuilders powerlifters you know uh bikini models they'll tell you firsthand so um uh, you know don't be ashamed about how you look and if you are, you know, just look, work on your confidence and there's always room t- for improvement. If you want that six pack, you can get it. Trust me. It's not as hard as you might think. It's not as hard as you might think it is. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just dial it in and, and, and get right to it. So, um, you know, with that, you know, thank you, Dimitri, for coming on to another episode. I think it was a good home run. And like I always say, a helping hand 
This is a better hand. Thank you, Dimitri. Yes, sir. Thank you.